Hello and welcome to this edition of the Killjoy Podcast. Today I'm joined again remotely by Tim Bloomer and we're going to speak about Zignal. Zignal is a system used on rodents that uses some of the most modern and advanced technology in the pest control world right now. And hopefully Tim's going to shine some light on the product and the system, how it works and what the benefits are to the pest controller and to the end user. So thank you for joining me, Tim. I'll start with a question that may seem obvious, um, but what is Zignal actually used for? Um, Eden, Zignal is a remote monitoring system that enables a pest controller to monitor the status of three different sensor types remotely. Um, those sensor types being rat traps, mouse traps, and a motion sensor. It allows access of essentially 24-7 to the site and you can view all of that data and all of that information through a web page and or an app and any change in the state of the traps is sent to you by an email immediately pretty much um, so it's essentially putting that pest controller on that site 24 7 365 days a year right okay so so where is it actually useful well, in theory, they can, they can be used anywhere because the system is, is very adaptable. Uh, clearly, the biggest market, I think, is going to be high-care food and uh, food manufacturing and pharmaceutical manufacturing sites where one pest, one rodent for even a few minutes could be catastrophic to that business. But the system is really very, very flexible in how you can configure it and you can build it to any size from a handful of traps in a domestic loft through to hundreds of traps, um, maybe several ways to these large manufacturing sites. Um, so I think the main market, to say, is going to be high care. But I think people could also consider sites they may have on contract that are remote and unmanned, where not only have you got to drive to site to service it, but your customer's got to send something to let you in. Uh, you could possibly offer a service there where you never go to site until there's a catch. Mm. Uh, I think you could look at technology-based sites, i.e. data warehouses, that sort of thing. Or it could go into a small part of a larger site just to protect key areas. That may be half a dozen traps to protect, for example, a computer suite or a food production area. Um, other, other possibilities I can see in the future may be looking at reducing the number of visitors and contractors they have to site on a regular basis. And therefore, Zignal could play a part in those sites by maintaining the contract value, but reducing the visits. And the sorts of sites I'm looking at there, I would say probably care homes, possibly children's nurseries. Um, but equally, we shouldn't discount private houses. And again, some of that, I think, is going to change as we move forward as people take to working at home more and more. We're going to see people working at home, installing expensive computer systems and data systems which need protecting in a different way okay so that's that seems quite a versatile product then and there's a there's a lot of advantages but you're mentioning these the alerts so to limit the human interaction especially around the times that we're in now with covid and everything but how does it actually alert you when you set the system up you you put in an email address and the moment uh, the state of the trap changes then you will get an email within a few minutes. That email will tell you which site it's on, the trap number or the trap name, which is which has changed, and it will also alert you to whether that is a kill trigger 
or whether that is a false trigger because somebody's knocked the trap, perhaps. It will also alert you to a, a break in the connection between the trap and the gateway. The way in which it does that is the traps and the motion sensors are connected to the gateway on the site through a radio bandwidth known as LoRa Network. And that's important because that gives you really good range between the traps and the gateway. And in the real world, we're talking 100 yards plus or 100 meters plus. Um, the connection from the gateway to the internet is then made either through plugging the gateway into the customer's computer system through an ethernet cable or through using the integral SIM card within the gateway. Okay, so this clearly isn't just the normal kind of mousetrap or rat trap that you buy. Um, so when you actually buy Signal then, what do you get? What What's delivered to, to your place of work? So what, what people need to build into their costs and their contracts. The first component is the gateway. Now, that's essentially a bit like a broadband router you would have in your house. Um, it's designed to receive the signal from the traps and the motion sensor and transmit, transmit that signal on. Um, you then have the choice of mouse traps, breakback traps, rat breakback traps, which both of which are very similar to the snappy mouse trap. They've just got the addition of a small computer in the base. And you also have the, the possibility of adding the motion sensor, which could be used in void areas and that sort of thing. The other thing that Signal gives you is access to both a computer-based web portal and an app for your iPhone or your Android phone. And access to both of those are free of charge. So there's no ongoing costs from that point of view. Okay, so that, that sounds like quite a lot and, and quite complex stuff as well. So how difficult is it to set up? It's actually remarkably easy um, because a lot of it can be done before you actually go to site. As I've just said, the, the, the key considerations here are what the system can do within the site you're setting it up on. So you need to think about the distance between where you want to place the traps and where you're going to place the gateway. The higher you can get the gateway, the further the range will be. You need to consider the structure and the contents of the building. As I said, that's steelwork, block walls, things that are stored in warehouses like liquids, uh, lead batteries, for example, can affect the signal quite badly. And then will you need more than one gateway? And that's all That's all done through your survey. And the area sales managers are more than happy to come out and help with those surveys so that we can specify the system and, and help you get that right. Once you've actually got the contract and your kit's arrived in your, your office, uh, you can actually do a lot of the setup from the comfort of your office or your home before you go to site. The first thing you need to do is to plug the gateway in and get the gateway up and running. Um, if you're going to use the SIM card that's built in, you do need to register that by returning a form to Demo Systems. They register the SIM card and activate it. There is a small charge for that per annum. Whilst that's uh, running its startup program, you can register your account online, you can download the app, and you're good to go. The setup itself then is as simple as manually adding the site details, the site address, adding a site plan through your PC. And then to add the traps to that, you simply use your mobile phone and the camera 
in order to read all the QR codes off the traps. And the traps are then registered to that site and you can view those on the PC or through the app itself. Once you've done all that, then you go to site. Again, you have to obviously locate the gateway, install that permanently, switch it on, allow it that five minutes or so to connect. And then your setup is really like setting up any site you would do with Redenticide. You go around the site, you locate your traps in the boxes and you arm the trap. One of the really good things about Ziggle is regardless of where you are on the site, once you arm the trap, the trap will tell you whether it's connected to the gateway and then onto the server. And it does that by the LED light that's built in. So when you arm the trap, the LED light will start to flash blue and at some point it will turn green. And if it turns green, then it's got that connection and you don't need to check anything else. Right, so while this is sort of innovative and a a new way of doing things, a new product, the surveys and and the measures that you need to take prior to the control is, it's quite similar to what they'd be doing anyway. Yeah, the the process is fundamentally the same. You know, if you go and do a survey uh, for a contract and you're traditionally going to use Redenticide, you still need to go and look at where the activity is, think about where you're going to place your bait stations, how many you're going to need, and all that builds into your cost. The difference here, of course, is uh, we're looking to install traps. You've got to consider the technical aspects of will you get the signal from the trap to the gateway, um, and you've got to structure the, the costing of that contract in a slightly different way, I guess. But the fundamentals of pest control are still that are still there because you still need to go through that, that bit of research and that decent survey so you can target your control measure in the right way. Okay, so let's say we've just set it up. What happens next? How, how often does the actual system communicate with you? Right, so what happens on the setup, Eden? At the end of the setup, you will be able to view on the web portal the fact that all the traps are armed. They will appear as green icons on the site plan. What happens then is all of the traps are designed to then go into a sleep mode and they are programmed to then wake up approximately every 28 hours, give or take um, a couple of hours either side. They wake up, they send a signal out through the gateway to the server to say that I'm still armed. What that gives you is on on the record is a list of the last interaction for every single trap and it gives you a permanent record of the status of every trap. That gives you positive reporting. So if over a period of months nothing's changed on the site, what you will see is somewhere in the region of 26, 27 interactions, all of which will be green, all of which will say trap armed. And it's really important that that happens with this reporting system because the one thing that auditors don't like is exception reporting. And an exception reporting in this case would be if you only recorded a change in status to the trap. So not only have you got a system that will alert you straight away, but it will also fit really well into reporting into audit systems. The alerts you're likely to get, well, you will then get alerts outside of that if there is a change in the status of the trap. So that's either the trap has gone off and you've killed something. The trap has gone off with 
how to kill and they will appear on the screen with different color codings and you will get emails for those and you can actually set the parameters around when you want that communication so tim with it with any new product or any product at all really it's all about pleasing the customer the end user so what is the actual benefit to them i think there are several several potential benefits and they will clearly vary from customer to customer so the first one is clearly that this will give improved service delivery in various different ways traditionally pest control inspections have generally focused on checking the bait box because that is the monitor and more time has probably gone into that into actually checking for all the conditions that can cause and support a pest infestation in the first place. If you install Zigbot to a site, then you no longer need to go and check the monitors. And all that time that you would spend on site can be put into looking for, inspecting for conditions that will allow an infestation to get established and to support that infestation. Or you could put that time into actually carrying out those remedial actions that you're recommending. So you could do the housekeeping, you could do some of the proofing for the customer. So the customer gets a better service visit out of that. What the customer also gets, and this is more important in terms of the high care sites, is they get complete transparency, they get trend analysis, they get potentially improved audit compliance. And from their point of view, why have they got pest control? Well, they've got pest control because they want to stop the damage, the food contamination from the rodents running around. And with trapping, of course, you get an instant kill. The moment a rodent sticks its head into that trap, it's taken care of, as opposed to having bait stations where it will feed over several days and whilst it's um, dying, it will still be running around causing the damage and causing the food contamination. So that's really important from the customer's point of view. I suppose ultimately you want to turn that into a cost benefit to the customer so they get reduced costs due to that damage, due to that food contamination, no food being thrown out. They get a reduced chance of damage to the reputation. And I've already mentioned, and I can't reiterate this one enough, I guess, we think about biosecurity, they may get some form of cost saving through having less visits or they get the same sort of cost for their contract, again, with less visits. All right, well, that's brilliant. And I think the, like you say, the, the biosecurity, the less visits, that's also beneficial to the pest controller, not just the end user. But what other benefits are there to the pest controller, the person that's actually going to be installing this? Well, if we look, if we look at that one straight away in terms of detail for the pest controller, uh, less visits to site but maintain or increase a contract value, that frees up a lot of time. And they could actually use that time proactively doing other job work, doing other work on contracts, searching for new contracts, and therefore ultimately increasing both their turnover and their profit. Uh, equally, we, you know, there are other things in there. For example, job satisfaction. I think the vast majority, if not all pest controllers, want to do a really good job for their customers. And if you can do that in a different way, rather than just focusing on checking the bait stations, but you can improve the quality of that inspection, that job that improves job satisfaction. We've talked about the motion sensor. We've talked about the traps. Well, they can all be put into areas that are difficult 
and potentially unsafe sometimes to inspect. So, for example, lots of hidden voids on buildings, areas that are above false ceilings, enclosed, confined spaces. They could all be treated and serviced in this way and take the need for ladders to be used out of the equation and take those slightly unsafe areas out of that service visit. That would certainly, I think, improve job satisfaction for employees of our customers. Ultimately, these are businesses. Um, and so Zigbill will give somebody a chance in, in a longer term picture to improve their turnover through managing their costs, through getting decent contract uplifts, but also in terms of securing long term contracts. I personally wouldn't be selling this on a short-term basis. My minimum period for this would be a three-year contract. That gives you consistent planned turnover around which you can make business decisions. Time-saving. We've already mentioned that, I guess. But you, you don't need to do a whole site. If you target key areas, and we've mentioned a lot of those, then you can take 10, 15 minutes, half an hour out of each service visit. And if you can do that several times... And time genuinely is money. It enables you then to go and use that time elsewhere. I think if you've got long-term contracts tied in, it gives you stability in what has been a fairly uncertain world for the last 12 months. And if we think, look at contracts that people haven't been able to service because of COVID, for example, if they'd had Zigbill in those sites, then the customer would still be paying for that service and you'd have that maintained that incidence of your turnover. And ultimately, all that, I suppose, ends up with the most important one, which is an increase in your profits. Yeah, now, now remote monitoring is something that we're seeing a lot more of. Obviously, Pest West have launched Fly Detect, we've got Signal. It really is taking over all corners of pest control. And do you see this as the future of pest control? I think it's certainly going to play a, bit, a big part and an increasing part. At what point it will be total future of pest control is difficult to predict but we do live in an industry where there are pressures from all sorts of directions on rodenticides and where on toxic monitoring is becoming more important fly detect is a good example of technology coming into the world of insect control as well so technology undoubtedly marches forward it will become i believe it will become more and more important and we have to realise just how quickly that can happen. And if we think back, you know, if I look back to when I started in the industry 23 years ago, um, didn't have a mobile phone, had a pager and a bag of 10 peas. If the pager went off, I had to go and find a phone box to ring the office. Uh, now I've got a computer in my pocket. So, so in a very short space of time, technology can advance greatly. Uh, and I firmly believe that there is a place in this industry for this sort of technology. Yeah, thank you for that, Tim. Um, I'll let you get back to your uh, your busy day. I think the, the the thing that we set out to do today with this podcast was to clear up some of the some of the confusion around remote monitoring for rodents and uh, rodent systems and signal in particular. And I think you've done that. So yeah, thank you for that. Right, <laughs> Yeah, you too. Right. Now the basis prompt code that you'll need for this episode of the Killgen podcast is TB dash XS dash zero two two one. That's TB-XS-0221. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.